All right, Black Box Radio. We are at War Memorial Plaza. We're in front of City Hall. The crew got some man downs today. We got man down for Shorty. We got sister down for Yo-Yo. But we got Twan here. Twan and Queen, we in the house. So we got two great visitors today. We have Jason Rodriguez and we have Ray Kelly. So I'm going to let you guys say who you are. Jason, what you do? And who are you? So, so I'm the director of community engagement and also the IT specialist for the community support program, uh, AKA the eye in the sky, <laughs> or for those who don't really understand the program, AKA the spot plane. All day. <laughs> I'll tell you, Ray. I'm Ray Kelly. I wear a couple of different hats in the city. Uh, I'm the executive director of the Citizens Policing Project in Sandtown, Winchester. And I'm also the lead community liaison for the consent decrees monitoring team. So today I'm in the capacity of just Ray from West Baltimore. And I love it. <laughs> no, no, no agency organization. You're not agency today. What I say today. <laughs> All right, Twan. Twan, Hope Baltimore, basically spokesperson voice for retired citizens against felon communities and oppression in high-risk communities. Basically, like, to educate, empower, and liberate. What does HOPE stand for? Helping oppress people excel. All day. All day. So today the subject is policing in Baltimore. And what's going on with policing in Baltimore? So, Jason, you know we had to have you. Because this pie in the sky got everybody like, uh, I'm calling it pie, eye in the sky. This eye in the sky got everybody on, on um, they ain't happy. Some people are happy, you know, so kind of tell us where you are with that. You work for them, so I'm sure you in favor. So kind of tell us where you are with that. So I, I think a lot of the misconceptions comes from the history of programs like this within our community. We all know Co-Pro and Tell. We all know J. Edgar Hoover and, you know, the spying on Dr. King and Yep. The attack on the Black Panthers and even uh, the Young Lords. I'm a Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. a mixed Puerto Rican. You know, in the Puerto Rican community, we have an organization called the Young Lords. Um, you know, and and you know, all these particular groups were targeted. Um, even folks that were labeled as communists were labeled um, as communists. You know, were under attack under Copro and Tell, um, uh, ran mainly by one of his directors. Uh, William Sullivan uh, who basically attacked the black community um, and went after the black community Um, so I think we have this history we have this phobia that's still there from that history Mm -hmm. of co-pro and tell that carries on to today Um, but what we do is we're more we we tell folks we are an evidence collection based company aerial evidence based company what we do is we take pictures about 7,000 feet, 8,000 feet in the sky. Um, the images are as large as uh, four, 40 square miles. So a really large square 40 square miles. Wow. Um, the images, though, when we zoom in, the most that we can see is little blocks and, and little dots. The little dots represent a, a person. So we can't see if they're black, white, Hispanic, Chinese. We can't tell if they're male or female. Um, but we're able to, when, when a shooting or a homicide, or in this case, where uh, there's four types of crimes that we evaluate, uh, homicide, shootings, 
uh, armed carjackings and armed robberies. Okay. So when, when, when we get a request in from, let's say, homicide, uh, we go to that time in the imagery and we look at that area only. We don't worry about what happened down the street, up the street. We only look at that incident where that crime happened. Um, and we follow those dots and those blips to where they came from uh, forward, well, well, back in time and where they went to forward in time. Um, it also kind of works in sync with things like the city watch cameras uh, because uh, if a crime happens outside of the scope of the city watch cameras but happens to pass by a city watch camera and fleeing or, or leaving a crime scene, mm -hmm. we're able to see that coordinating time with the city watch cameras and be able to use the city watch cameras where they may not even have known you know the suspect or witness or whatever had went past that city watch camera we're able to kind of lock in that time and pull up that imagery from city watch cameras and be able to help them build up an investigation so that we can get these murderers and these killers off the streets um that's that's really about what we do you know okay so what's the time that you guys are doing this aerial surveillance what time so uh normally it's between eight and six PM. um p.m we're we're uh, locked into a consent decree. I mean, not a oh, sorry, uh, a MOU. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, with the Baltimore City Police Department. Okay. Um, that codified uh, uh, contract tells us what we can look at, our times of operation. Um, we do have the capacity and, and the ability to fly at night, uh, but we are currently restricted under our MOU uh, certain hours of operation per During day. During the day. Correct, correct. Because most crime occurs in the, in the evening or at night so you know what particularly is the um what one would say is it actually helping the city if it's between 8 a.m and 6 p.m is well, that a substantial help for the for what you guys are doing or so when we first came into the city so we started may 1st when we first started um the trend actually was there were slightly more shootings in the daytime than there was at nighttime. Um, now we're starting to see an uptick trend at nighttime. So there are now, uh, for the last five months we've been in operation, we're seeing that that trend for the first five months of the year mm -hmm. has now shifted to more shootings at nighttime. Um, but it doesn't rule out that there's still not carjackings during the daytime. True. It still doesn't rule out that there's still not armed robberies during the daytime. Um, and it still doesn't rule out that there have been shootings and murders uh, murders during the, the daytime as well. Um, one particular case example. So we may not necessarily always be instrumental in, let's say, identifying the murderer. I'll give you a prime, prime, prime example with the bus driver shooting. Sure. Um, the community was instrumental in identifying who the person was. But homicide came to us asking for additional aerial evidence that basically you know, stamp the fact that these were the two at the scene, they were seen leaving the scene, and they were tracked to the house where they were uh, uh, then eventually arrested at. Okay. So we were instrumental in providing that additional aerial evidence. What that does is that ensures a prosecution on folks that have committed a heinous act in our community. Sure. So, so sometimes we may not be, you know, uh, instrumental in that daytime shooting. We may not necessarily see the daytime shooting, but there may be other supportive evidence that we're able to help and in many cases help get that prosecution 
to make sure that that person doesn't get back on the streets again. So, and that's some of the things that we've done. Okay. That's a good example because it doesn't say that they could not have been apprehended without your evidence, neither. You know, you can, there's always ancillary help, but was that help substantial enough to have that type of surveillance all the time, more than anything? You know, but I'm glad that there was a system because that was a heinous crime. Right. All right. We've been instrumental in over 170 supportive cases like that. Um, And we've actually. Since you've been in the sky. Right, right, right. So whether we may not necessarily have helped close the case, but there was information that helped substantiate the case. Um, as far as case closures is concerned, um, we've helped close over 50 cases uh, with, with uh, whether it's murder shootings, carjackings. Um, we've helped close over 50 cases. We're actually closing cases two to three times higher than without the aerial evidence. Where's this data? So, can can uh, anyone get this data? Where is this data that you're saying? So the initial data that came out was from the RAND report. So what it is, we have four agencies that are actually analyzing anything that we do. So with whether uh, we even get submitted a case, um, what, what's the outcome of that case, whether that case was closed by detectives, whether that case is still pending further investigation, um, whether we gave supportive information, but the arrest still hasn't been made. Um, and they analyze all those different categories to determine what we have done uh, in reference to those, those investigations. Um, so Morgan State is one of our partners. Um, they take the data and they analyze the data. Rand Corporation is another one. Um, University of Baltimore is another one. Um, and New York University is also another one. So we have four independent auditors looking at that information and determining the effectiveness of what we do when a case is handed to us, if a case is even handed okay. to us. And the independent, when you say independent, who selected these independent? So we actually solicited those organizations. We solicited Morgan State because we wanted a historically black college and we wanted a college that was local to, to analyze the data. Um, we also chose University of Baltimore um, and Rand Corporation, that's what they do. So Rand Corporation looks at data in all kinds of capacity, whether it's criminal justice, you know, whether it's the, the, the prison industry, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whether it's economics uh, in relation to uh, crime and communities, uh, they analyze data. That's what they do. Um, so we solicited them because we knew that they were experts at analyzing that type of data. Um, and then we chose someone from outside of the area, like New York University, so that we had someone that wasn't necessarily associated with Baltimore necessarily that could also look outside of the scope you know looking in uh, to what we do okay alright so we got your side we coming back we coming back Ray Kelly alright so consent, you know we had, Baltimore is under consent decree I'm, you're very aware of that so they added over this pandemic this Iron the Sky um, program how you feel about that so let me first say that the eye in the sky isn't incorporated in the consent decree. So it, they, it isn't? No. Okay. There is no mandate specific to the spy plane in the consent decree. At all? Right. So, so this I, is something outside of that decree? Yes. Okay. So my concern is grounded. Excuse me a second. I rock, right? Just let that pass over. Yeah. 
That's not the spot, That's not the spot, bro. I'm about to say, bro. What's up with that, bro? Um, all right, so you said not in the consent decree. And and does that mean how can they produce something that is a policing product if it isn't being under so, the consent decree? So right now there's a proposed pilot that's happening and that puts that outside of so we don't implement any mandates over specifically the surveillance plan but if they actually adopt this practice and it becomes a procedure that the BPD use then my assumption would be that it would have to go through the process of drafting a procedural policy and going mm. before the public for public comment for 30 days and would that have the to whole, go to the state and all of that no state? it wouldn't have to go to the state it would not. but okay. every policy that bpd implements has to go through that process got it so got it. if this pilot was to be adopted as procedural practice then it would still be ha still have to be presented to the public before it actually becomes procedural policy. So BB, BPD has the ability to try anything via pilot. Well, the city has the ability to contract anyone. For anyone at any time for, for policing. Well, I, but if they want to institute it, they would have to go through the legislative process and the people and all of that. So the police department, for their procedural policies, don't have to go through a legislative they have an internal process which is overseen by the consent decree. Got it. So if they present a new procedure, a new policy, a new training, the public has 30 days to scrutinize. Got it. Then they have all three of the parties have to consider that and then it has to go back to the public again in the second draft to see what that policy or procedure or training looks like before it actually gets presented to the court. So there's a process. Oh, yeah. So within Pilot, they're able to continue to do this and, and go forth and build data. But to go forward, and how long is this Pilot? How long is the Pilot, Jason? So it was six months. Six um, months. And actually, and where uh, are we at? it ends on October 31st. October 31st is the ending date of the Pilot program. Correct. Got it. Now, Ray, what do you, as a person who is actually looking at this from a consent degree, you know, from where your process is with being over the um, consent decree, how do you feel about it? So I, I too serve community. So I want to make sure if, if this is a viable tool to actually take murders off the street, give families closure, I'm all for it. Okay. If it works, from what I understood before the pilot, there was no actual proven track record or quantifiable data on how this works. So the city will then have to gauge the results of this pilot to decide if they want to use this mechanism. Mm. Which, one, that brings up my first concern is it's only flying during the day. What kind of comparative analysis are you going to have to perform to actually see if this is going to be viable at peak violence times in Baltimore City. True. Um, we from we from the city where it's always an eye in the sky. Oh, day. And you know we got blue lights shining all up and down Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, day. Yeah. We used to it. We know they're there. We know 
but now you have this added piece and that just brings in more of that cautiousness of what else is this plane doing up there Mm -hmm. so I kind of have questions on this whole three plane and uh, proposal and the, the amount of money it costs. To yeah, who's going to pay? Things. Exactly. Right. Where does so this money come from? My questions would then come who else is using this data from this plane? Who owns the data from this plane? Mm. Is this data accessible to the public? And then we go, Jason just kind of set another fire under my ass with this whole uh, <laughs> we have the ability we have the capability to fly at night yes blah, I heard blah, that blah, yes where what capabilities does this plane actually have and even if the police are are only using it for these four specific yes crime solving initiatives what are the other people that contract this plane collecting what extent of technology are they using? Can they afford? They don't have an MOU to not fly at night, do they? What's going on with that? Where people want to know for one, why not build on the infrastructure that we have which is part of the consent decree and there is a mandate to bring the IT component of BPD up to the 21st century and now they're proposing the investment in this thing where for me it it just flashes all types of red lights and that's because for us we felt like we've been under the microscope for years and you know we we, we're not lab rats what what is going on and if it's only this damn dot on a big old 40 mile picture then where is that why we can't see it Thank you. And how can the people access surveillance? These are law abiding citizens now. Access surveillance footage for stuff to happen in their community. Yes. So if you now have this mechanism, can that you can access it? Pinpoint a murderer that ran nine blocks, jumped in the car, and went down the block. Mm-hmm. So how come you can't see who broke into Miss Pearl House? Why she don't get the benefit of all this damn the man, money? That the man the that's stealing my plants, bruh. I'm sorry. Stealing the plants on the front. I need to. I mean, they need to tell thing. me about the plants. I mean, it's some that's real a big stuff thing for me. If this thing actually works. Let's end crime. Let's not play with it. Let's yes. Not, that's like selling the cure to cancer. You got the cure to cancer. You're gonna save people lives. Sell it or in you're stages. Gonna have an auction and see who can pay the most. For all day. It. If you have this technology that can actually diminish the violent crime in Baltimore City. Yes. Put that shit on the table so we can use it every way possible. Let, let's because do it. we got rates. I we got for you. Yeah, Jason, guns. We got that. knives. We got all kinds of open-air drug trade, all which day. leads to all of those homicides. Yes. This, if it's as viable and military as we believe it is in community, Real talk. then use that shit for us. Yeah, don't, for everybody. Don't, don't just use it to lock us up because we didn't already been dealing with a criminal justice system that created this whole environment where we got to scrounge and kill 
and whatever we got to do to survive. And I'm a firm believer that you can't blame crabs for acting like they do when they're in the burrow all day. It's and not, you create it's not the barrel. Natural habitat. That's right. So yep. You create this thing where yep. the only viable mechanism a lot of these young black men have is to be out there selling drugs. You let that go so it can escalate and make money off the plane solving murders. Mm -hmm. let's, let's see what's going on before the gunfire. So you say, let's check it out. Let's use this on the micro level. Because yeah, right. now we, when the macro level, you want to spend millions of dollars to now surveil, but the problem was lack of opportunity, lack of access, no jobs, education. Why we don't have a pie in the sky for that? That's that's what I really want to know. So, Tuan, come and bring it down to you know you ex felons. You know this is this is gonna lock you up if you're committing a crime. We're not saying they're just out there locking folk up, but how you feel about something that's looking at you between eight and six, saying you know on a forty square miles, bruh. 40 square miles of, of watching us every day, bro. Every day. Like, it's not this just beginning. This goes way back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This is like the technology age where things have to advance and it has to advance aboard time. So if you look at enemy of the state, huh. this is what you're saying. Huh. You know huh. what I'm saying? Huh. If you look at a uh, 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 judgment, Judge Dredd, this is what you've seen. All mm. oh, this was given to us back in the 80s. Some of us in the street, you know, we adapt ahead and we monopolize and roll with the moon. But things are like put up to capsate us. And then like sometimes it's like the money chase becomes weird though discussions happen. And the real effective is not being questioned. You know, like, I stayed in prison two decades. There was always planes flying over the new jail, old jail, in Roxbury. There were people jumping off cliffs. There was, you know what I'm saying? So recording being going on, the thing is, like, how a dude's going to respond. And, like, because I did some following on it. Mm -hmm. You got a, million, a billionaire out of Texas mm -hmm. who proposed, you know, uh, they got an article that says, like, Morgan had to find a grant because Slim said, like, he wouldn't pay no more because he already paid the two, three analysis that he wanted, mm -hmm. you know, and... So he wasn't like, putting no more money Yeah, in. he wasn't putting no more money up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And But it's his technology. Yeah, and then, like, he's a, he's a, 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 he's a trade investor for metal. Hmm. So, like, I've been following this shit. Like, like, he's a trade investor for metal. So if he got planes, he got metal. Ah. So he working out on both ends, and quite naturally, gonna wind up having money investing in prison because when lockups come, he gets paid on both sides. You better preach. <laughs> you, you know what? See, this, 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 you this better preach. Look at because, like, Jason, don't shake street, your head. We coming for when you. I'm in the yeah. streets, right? <laughs> Uh -huh. no, it ain't nothing against my man. No, it's not personal. He know that. You know, like, I got to look at both sides of the game. All day. All I got to look at selling heroin. I got to look at selling coke. Yep. Which one, and if I can benefit over of both of them, then I need to have both of them. So you saying this brother is a metal, he, he, he works for metal. Yeah, he's a metal investor. So he's a metal investor. Planes are made out of what? Metal. And then, once you lock everybody out, you you go to invest in prisons because most 
people with it's money is metal in prison. prison. Let's be clear. What's in prison? Clank, clank. So what we're saying is he is monopolizing his investment. And he's a hedge for, he's a, uh, what you call him? Uh, a hedge? A hedge funder. Oh, Lord. Jason? Jason? So like, Twan, know, put it in your lap. I'm like, and like, like you say, like, like Jason said, like, it takes 40 square miles. That is a lot of cover. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's showing dots, but then the camera's on the ground showing a Pacific area, so, you know, I, I don't know, but I'm saying if it, if it's in Penn North, right? Mm -hmm. So that means it's taking from North and Penn way all up. the way down to Martin Luther King, all the way over Past to that. Park Avenue. 40 square miles. So, <laughs> if something happens on Gold Street, you got a thousand people, so that means a thousand dots. Now, the price early, like, What's computer technology? The cap car, the cameras, um, all this gonna really show who it is and if they run in a house that's actually not involved and they got a gun in there, but legally, don't nobody know, but they legal to have a gun, but they raid the house and lock them up. But that's not the house. Who's gonna reinvest to put that money back? You ripped and raided my house, you my door off and come in and you tore everything because we know how house raids go. Yeah. We know how house raids go. And then the trauma effect that's going to be annihilated with the people. Mm. You, brought, you brought a whole new <laughs> a whole new piece to this the game. All this is what all and then traumatizing like it's just fine. Yeah. Yo, what's that? Exactly. Like, you hear it all look. day long. Yes. We might not say like we made a joking matter mm -hmm. but traumatically it made us like, what the hell was that? Yes, yes. And these are the facts. It influenced behavior. And that behavior that you hear this all the time. I mean, it's now that when I work out in the day. And it seems like I hear all day long helicopters, planes. It's like, it's no peace. So I don't understand... Even if the eye in the sky, what about all of these helicopters going across? I don't even see birds no more. You don't even see birds you anymore. You see birds, see You don't saying, see anything in the sky no more. All you see sky. is all you, you see is engines. You got eyes for news. You got eyes. You got eyes for the police. You got everybody on a helicopter. Everybody's right now in the with air that right now. All day. And my question would be then, with the intentional purpose of the surveillance plane how advanced it are the planes using only a fraction of their technical abilities when they flying around do they, they have the, because the can they zoom in can they go and look at you for real exactly they have that type of military state what, what was it? Uh, enemy of the state. Enemy, enemy of the state type technology. They go right they to your face. If they chose, mm -hmm. if the city paid to use that type of technology. Exactly. Are they using that? And then it'll be once again, if you haven't used it, how are you going to prove that that works? And how are you going to... It's like a lot that's got to happen in ten, less than 10 days, five days. Yeah, Halloween days, is over. I'm curious myself. As to what they report, this is the first time from Jason is when I'm hearing that they've actually had positive case outcomes. Closures. Yes. Which 
like I, like I said, I applaud. I'm never going to be the one to say, don't solve the crime. Sure. But, and I always know that the police can always lean on, well, we use this mm-hmm. to solve crimes, bring murders. All good. And, and What else? And my thing is, if it's positively affecting right now, and the 31st is over, then they're going to say, well, you don't want the technology. We had the technology that was positively giving us good numbers. So now you make a case to spend for something that you really don't have, like you said, quantifiable data to, to say that it's particularly working. Jason, you shake your head, get off your phone, let's do it. Well, get I off. I write some notes because get off. there was just so much that was kind of just discussed. And I want to try to make sure that we address every issue. So okay. let, let's start from the top. Okay. So Baltimore is not a guinea pig. This program has scientific white papers that it works. Um, and anybody knows what scientific white papers are, it's a research study as to whether or not a technology, an innovation, a piece of electronic, a piece of hardware works. This is not the first city that we've flown in. We've done missions in Juarez. We've done missions in Dayton, Ohio. We've done traffic studies for stadiums. I mean, so the, the technology works. Um, if you go to uh, the Persistent Surveillance Systems website, you'll see that there's easily 30 uh, particular uh, 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 locations that we've been at around the globe. But let me ask uh, you a question. Are they to continuing to use the process, or was it a pilot, and then you got... So in some cases, Dayton, actually, you could say that Dayton was one of the more test cities, because um, it was actually offered to Dayton for free, and actually uh, Dr. McNutt paid for the program out of pocket to run in Dayton uh, for a six-month period. Um, Dayton did not have it within their budget, unfortunately, to pay for at least the operational cost, which is $3 million. So Dayton chose, unfortunately, not to go with the program. But Dayton is a smaller city. Let me Dayton ask a question. doesn't have the general budget or, or funding to, to support something like so that. So let me ask a question. So you're saying it's $3 million? That's, that's what it... So that's at cost. So and what Dr. McNutt has offered to the city... Who is but, Dr. McNutt? So Dr. McNutt is the one that owns the program, not the Arnold. So that's another That's not the metal guy. No, that's not the metal guy. So let's start with, with that. So Dr. McNutt owns the company. It's a private company. All right. It's not a governmental agency because some folks think that it's a governmental arm. The Arnolds are philanthropists. Uh, they've been involved in uh, just recently in Baltimore and in several other urban cities. They actually did an eyeglass program where they funded eye examination and eyeglasses to underprivileged children. They love because eyes. They knew, because they knew that children... These, these folks love so much, eyes, don't they, bro? Well, it's not so much about <laughs> eyes. They want they you knew, to see. <laughs> they knew that children that cannot see have a, an issue with learning. And so they want to see children succeed. So they were, they were instrumental in helping that progress of these children that may have issues with their eyes. And normally may not be able to get glasses or even eye examinations. That's one. Two, they've been instrumental in bail reform. So uh, they actually are supportive of the no-cash bail system. Why? Because the bail system actually affects our community more than any other community. White communities have the ability a lot of times to bail out, to use collateral, property, things like that, to be able to get a bond. But in our community, a lot of times, we get stuck for three to six months and then a lot of times we cop a plea because we're desperate to get the fuck out. We don't want to stay in there anymore. So they were instrumental in that. Also, just recently with Meek Mills and Jay-Z, they actually joined the committee that they've, they've actually founded for criminal justice reform. 
So Meek was actually, you know, their whole free Meek movement, you know, Meek being, you know, having the issue with the whole probation system and, and, and mm-hmm. being targeted with the probation system, decided to do something about it. So they actually joined forces with them to actually look at helping and supporting that criminal justice reform. With all due respect, Brother Jason, I don't want to talk about your money, Pete. Right. No, no, but no, but that has to be talked about. I don't talked about because there was a a misconception that they own the program. They don't own the program. They're philanthropists that continue to do work. Absolutely. They're very involved in this program. And many social issues. Philanthropy is you're giving your money to support. Sure. Whatever, causes or whatever cause or issue right. can build community, right. yeah. but now, philanthropy is based in wealth. It is. So of on course. the other end of, of his course. pendulum, of course. How does this contribute to his business? And let's not so much. I, lo- so, I love so that. There's philanthropists that get involved in many different issues. Absolutely, I'll give you a perfect but most of wait a minute, wait a minute, Bloomberg gave five million dollars towards the city watch cameras. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But what was listen, his benefit? But what is his benefit? What you saying right now on camera right. is Bloomberg gave five million dollars to City Watch. Right. Bloomberg makes money in Baltimore City. He wants the city to be watched. Well, he wants to be safe. Le- at the bottom line. I don't know if I say because he's not being affected by the crime. Okay. Bloomberg. But is his not, business is affected. It's not that neither. What okay. looks good for Bloomberg is his money right. is being applied, right. and you're saying his name on right. Black Box Radio's cameras. That's right. good for Bloomberg. Right. But we. All due respect, we're not talking about these white guys with a lot of money Correct. who say they're helping us. They are a part of this and they are part of Because if you really want to help, and I want to be honest, Jason, then you start building schools. You have um, job programs. You build schools that actually teach kids trades. And we do that as well. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. If you so really want to help the black community, well. you don't start in the penal part of right. it. You, you start in the micro but we, level. But, but you, have to hold, you have to hold the community accountable where crime is being, being, being committed at. You have to. You but can't let murderers go free. You can't not Jason, answer a mother's crime. You're speaking that language, bro. You're drinking that, that Kool-Aid. We, also have we, to, we cannot indict a community, like yes. Swan yeah. said. So we're not indicting it's a, it's you, a dot. but we if have to hold our community responsible. Right, but if it's a dot, and now Correct. you follow that dot, and like Twan said, you go to Gold and McCullough, prime yeah. example, it's 200 people outside. All day. Whatever happened, happened, and they scattered, mm-hmm. so you trying to follow the dot. So even though your intent is to solve this homicide. Yes. Right. You got to recognize all the interactions that those other guys of are going to have with the police. Yes. How many of those guys are going to get arrested for a bag of weed yes. or five of them sitting out on yes. cold? Well, that's not the case. So we don't arrest for bag of weed. No, but, but what I'm saying, though, Jason, right, is the, right. the community is going to be indicted in this program or not. That's, that's not true. That's Again, true. They lock you up for so two understand something. So we don't look at Identifying, we look at tracking a potential witness, a potential uh, suspect from that crime scene. So we don't have it, it's totally un, uh, uh, unbiased. We don't know what the religious background, whether it's male or female, the color of their skin. But dots, dots can collude. Yeah, Listen, right. we understand. Wait a we talk about the science. Of, we talk we about science. That. We talk we about science that. from the air. So dots we can collude, that. and when they come together, you you don't know if one goes one or if it's scattered. But see, that's where the detectives come in. So we don't do the investigations. But we they just provide are, the aerial evidence. But then the detectives, the detectives now have, have to go, go in the community and, and, that's right. and indict they the still community. Have to, not necessarily. Yes. Yes. Not necessarily, because just because you see a dot 
doesn't necessarily make them a suspect. They could be just an innocent bystander. And but people how have to How do you know when you're just dealing with the dots? detectives have to come in at. We don't identify who was standing over that body and popping shots into that body. That's not what we do. What we do is we track everything, everything from the scene. And the police have to identify who's a witness, who's a suspect, who's a car that was just driving down the street and happened to be in the middle of a shooting. Well, how is we the technology viable if you're still dealing with, with the same humans can who cannot deal, do their job on a nominal basis? So you're still dealing with impotent detectives who can't do their job without technology. So you add technology that is not descriptive of the individual. Correct. So now the the, the um, neighborhood is being indicted in this movement of that's, you guys. That's, that's not, am that's, I right or am I wrong? Well, see, you got to understand, too, it's not just the dot. So, for instance, I'll give you a prime example of a, of a case. So shooting happens, we're given, uh, uh, folks say a white Acura left the scene. Well, we're looking for really technically because we were given information, a white Acura. And it's easy to identify a white car that goes speeding from a scene at, you know, nonstop. Jason, we talk about and, dots. But that's going into like gold and McCullough. Well, yeah, because like right, because 300 people in there. It's not necessarily but most always represented the t- by a dot suspect. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There have been plenty of cases that were identified. For instance, just a car leaving. The I'm scene clear there's going to be outliers. I'm clear it's going right, to be outliers. Right. But what we're concerned about is um, community. We say something happens in a community, like say North and Pennsylvania, right. and something happens with all of these people outside. It's like a party, and then everyone scatter. Right. How do you follow these dots that could collude and can go anywhere? Because and now the whole community has to be just the dots scattered. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Majority of the times when detectives come to us, they're coming to us with just more information than what you're thinking. Hey, look in this area and tell me what you see. It's not like that. They're coming to us with information already. So they're not just coming to us and just saying, hey, you know, uh, go look at these dots at this incident that happened. That's not what happens. The detectives have to come to us with bits and pieces of their investigation that already started. They've already been at the ground already. But They've already the gotten folks. information and intel from the ground already. But do we not know that these are folks who are under a consent degree for their, for their lack of, course. of, 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 course. of being so able do to do... So we say that the whole system so, is incapable... Yeah, so we're depending right, on the sure. same right, folk right. But are we saying to bring that the, the information who so, are in trouble. But again, are we saying that the system is so broken yeah. that it can't even do a, a simple job? Like Evidently, they wouldn't be under the consent degree. But no. that was then. That was then. We're they're talking still, about reform. They're still under so We're talking about reform. We're talking about reform. We've all made, look, understand something. I'm a street guy. We've all made mistakes at some point. You know what I mean? Ask, ask folks that have been engaged Real in the talk. But it doesn't mean that I'm not reformable. It doesn't mean that I'm incapable. It does not mean that I'm, I'm, I'm uh, 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 counted out from understanding the process. You know I have mean? more thoughts on, yes, that can happen to you as a street guy. But of these course, detectives, sorry. these detectives, they don't have... They're not going to jail. They're not, their families are not being disrupted. They don't live in Baltimore City. That. So for their, for let me finish. Let me finish, Jason. For their behavior, without, right? there's no indictable response. Right. The response comes from the community. So it's hard for me right. to be able to take you as a street street guy who can finally see that I did wrong. I'm changing myself. Then these detectives who have no, they have no vested interest in our community, our, our people, right. our, our, um, our young people. They come in the community and they're exasperating the process But they are trained behaviors. to do a job. Right. And they, that, they, job, they, they that, job, that job is to, to, to carry out an investigation. And again, you have to remember, the investigation doesn't just stop there. 
you got to remember that once it's given to the prosecutor, the prosecutor has to decide whether to move forward. So if something is too out of place, that's one check and balance. But we know how then these the other check and balance are, are is, is a defense cops. attorney. A defense attorney is going to knock down anything that may not necessarily, oh, well, let me, and that information, you got to understand, that information that we collect that's given to the detectives is also scrutinized and analyzed by defense attorneys. So anything that we provide has to have a cooperation to it. So, for instance, prime example, I told you, uh, a case comes through with a white Acura. We track that white Acura past, let's say, a city watch camera. Now, don't we? Now, not only do we have the white Acura, but we also have the city watch camera that shows the white Acura flying through. Right. We may also see them stopping at a gas station before the incident happened. Wait a minute, And you got now that the, the, the information Stop. that's given to the detectives, they go back and they get the information from the gas station got it, camera. Got it. I so they're what able to build a case. Yeah, I understand it's not what simple you're and cut. It has to be a case that's built. Jason, we get that, but we're right. talking. You talking about a, a case that moves away from a community? My my issue is the black community. Right. And and having these dots and, and bring, putting dots together and how they collude and, and depending on the same folks who have been the issue in our communities is my issue. Well, we're not so, depending on the same folks. The because, detectives. Because, because the, the ones that are bringing the aerial evidence to the detectives are community folks. So there's over 35 analysts that are from the community. Actually, What from, community? From Baltimore community. Our analysts. So we don't have law enforcement inside our, our What center. community? Our Baltimore community. We have folks that are from Sandtown, Winchester. We have folks that are from Park Heights. Well, we need to see that because I don't know any folks working well, we for you guys that I know. We have over 35 analysts that work in our center. Are they black? Yes, they are. All right. And most of them, most of them, this is their first time job. Most of them are young uh, because you need young eyes. Really and truly, more eyes. Do, Y'all huh? love eyes in that spot. That's fine. Huh? You need, you need some young eyes. eyes. You need some young eyes. eyes. What's up with these eyes, like, Jason? Young, young eyes like mine. Eyes, glasses, you know, I need glasses. Sky. I need I'm glasses, like, this eye thing know? is something going on. You know? I think they in the eye business. Right. All right, Ray. Twan been trying to inject. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, that was one of the questions that I wanted to know. You know, like technology, and we know reform hasn't happened for our because there's nothing there. There's nothing being done. Right. And. I know myself from experience. It was a police department that shut all the rec centers down. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what drove me. That's what drove that me to selling dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the one that's got closed by the police, right. and I went to selling dope. Right. But right. like, You're talking about the PAL program, my, yeah, like yeah, that was my that, thing, that was under Stephanie Rollins Blake. My thing is Jason. My thing is, and like, Sheila Dixon. My thing is, how do I know we, my son was a product of power. How do we get a kid that comes out of high risk family, high risk community, into learning this technology, working it, being trained so later on as this grows, if it grows, when it grows, how it grows, that literally he can say, they took me from a oh, yeah. young age. And coach me all the way through, and now I'm a part. Right. We have over this. 35 analysts making $21 an hour. Many of them, this is their first job. Black brothers and sisters, right from some of the most hardest hit communities, as far as violence is concerned. No one that knew was that. One of, that was one of the buybacks of the program. Well, and I'm that's just learning that. Too, just learning that. By having us in the program, I keep trying to tell folks, you know, my more more fortitude. I'm one of the founders of Cop Watch. Before there was Cop Block and many of these organizations, we founded an organization that was telling folks to, to film the police, 
when they before phones made it readily available to do so, we were encouraging people get you an eight millimeter uh, video camera from the store and, and keep that in your car and film the police engaging with young men on the streets, basically holding them up, interrogating them, no probable cause, no reasonable suspicion, and encouraging people to do that. We were doing that almost 11 years ago, 12 years ago. We were standing up for families like uh, before uh, Freddie Gray, before Tyrone West. There was Anthony Anderson, people like William Torbin. We protested at uh, Greg Bernstein's house, at the state's attorney's house, and stayed at his house all weekend long with helicopters and, and SWAT teams thinking we were going to do something to the state's attorney. So folks know my moral fortitude. I've always been a person of police accountability. And, and, and what I can say to the community is, this is a community-based program. Most of, majority of the folks, besides Ross McNutt, who is the owner of the company, majority of the folks that are in the program are from Baltimore City. Marshall Bell, from Baltimore City. But the question is, Me, they own... from Irvington. But... Most of these analysts, 35 analysts, are from Baltimore City. Okay. So they have a vested interest in what they do. And what I tell the community is, is that we are the eyes and ears. You best to believe there's not enough money in the world. See, I got to go back into the streets. I got to go back into my community. So there's not enough money in the world if I saw something that was out of place or out of line that I wouldn't go back to the community because I know the community is going to support me at the end of the day. That corruption or whatever I saw there is not going to support me in the future. But if I saw something that was out of place or out of line, like, for instance, the discussion of data, the data is not for sale. The data does not go out to anyone else. The data is protected. And matter By of fact, whom and where is it? Why so, can't we access it? So the thing is, you have to remember, too, these are criminal investigations that are being built. Now, there are ways that the community can can, can access it. But, only but you have the, to have a case number. Just you have to murders. have a case number and a lawyer. But but we have more problems in our community Correct. than murders. We right. like like And we want it we want don't don't get me wrong. We want to do more. We have the capacity to do more. Like for instance illegal dumping. Like for instance uh, uh, silver alerts and amber alerts. Um, you know, we have the ability to break-ins, right, right? Break-ins, B and E's. But you have to understand human that trafficking. this is a pilot why, program. Why, but why can't right, you? Right. We got children so, being right, trafficked so on this, this water. This is a pilot program. I understand, but and we have the so many. The first thing that I right. always see when it comes to pilot and policing is about locking people up. Correct. Right. Right. That's my right. question. That's and my we have, issue. We have, wait a minute, we can Jason. Do more, like Jason, even, wait a minute, because right, right, I you 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 know what? I'm gonna put you on Black Box Radio because you bad, bro. But wait a minute. Right. Right. My problem when I see anything about pilot and helping the, the community of Baltimore starts with the penal system and lo- and, and right. criminality. Right. But there is so much. You got children going off of this water, of course, all day long. You got women. It's more women now dying Sexual in Baltimore trafficking. City than ever right. Right. in history. Right. We right. have all of these ancillary issues that are powerful, right. and all they really focus on is murders and criminality for jail. Right. Which the onset is jail, right. but children are, are. We can't find children. Yeah. We can't find young black girls. We can't find Miss um, um, Gold being Correct. somebody coming up in her house. Alzheimer's, you know, folks yeah. walking off. We, we can't find none of right. this. Right. We can't find drugs. Right. Open air drug markets everywhere, like, right. like the brother said. Why are we not focusing on those type of issues right. that take you to criminality? Right. So, so we want to do more. But why but is it start there? Because we, again, so you have to understand that these are, you have to go back to Commissioner Harrison. Commissioner Harrison is the one that codified the MOU with us and said, these are the four crimes I want you to look at. 
we've been fighting them the whole time because we know we can do illegal dumping. We know that we can do amber alerts and silver alerts. We know that we can do much more. There's been crimes that we know that, that were sitting in the imagery that we could go after, but we can't go after. We may have heard it in a news story. We may have heard it from uh, uh, what's the citizen app going off. We may have heard of these other things going off, but because we're under an MOU and they're only going to investigate these four things, that's what we have to adhere to right now. But we want to do more. And, and Wait a minute, Jason. Right, 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 right. How, how, how then do you convince the people that even though I work on the monitoring team, mm -hmm. I live and breathe on Pennsylvania Avenue where I know it's still the same. So yes. How do you convince us that this is not a technologically advanced method of inducing more street sweeping, yep. drag nets, profiling, and just injections into the criminal justice system overall when all of it is like Queen said leading to arrest that's it's what, about enforcement it's all and, about and putting people in jail that's my, my problem and again our whole argument from the beginning when we were in the process of codifying the MOU was that we wanted to do more There's there are so many things that we are capable of doing quality of life issues that, that we know that could be a benefit to our city. The problem is is that this is only what Commissioner Harrison wanted to move forward with. But you who, have to remember, is, who came to you guys and said we want the eye in the sky? Was that the commissioner? Who who started this process? So so Or the mayor? Who started so the process? Doc, Dr. McNutt presented the idea to the city. But again, it but they has had to, to have an opening. Somebody said, "Come present." Doctor Mutnut just right. did knock on the door and said, "I'm coming to present." Right. So, so, so. Well, we've had over 70 meetings throughout the city, and it presented to city council. But, but it was Commissioner Harrison that said, "Okay, I'm willing to look at this new technology. If you claim that this new technology is able to help close cases, is able able to go after murderers and shooters, let's see it work at this capacity." And we were willing to accept that MOU so that we can show that, hey, this is a simple thing. These four crimes, we actually could do more. We could fly at night not when we don't have infrared. Just with our cameras, we're able to see the street lights, see the, the cars moving with the lights on it. We're able to track with just normal cameras. So it's no special military technology. There's no infrared. doesn't see inside Bro, your house. I got cameras. That I, they can't take 40 square miles. So this, these are well, some, wait well, a minute. Well, what it is, it's actually, so it's 12 cameras <laughs> oh. in an array. Okay. So, and it builds up. So it's 12 uh, megapixels each camera. Okay. There's, there's 12 of them. It makes up 192 megapixels. Okay. So okay. it's basically a big box of cameras. Yeah, it's not regular. Right. No, 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 no. It's, it's not it's, regular. It's engineered. I mean, Dr. Like McNutt is an uh, MIT engineer. I mean, I'm you sick know, of Dr. McNutt. You know, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When you, when you ask about technology, you know what I mean? So, But you got to remember, we can't be afraid of certain technologies. Now, I would be afraid if there were government agents operating the operating center. No, but let me tell you why I'm afraid. You know, Right. The reason why I'm afraid is because criminality is the effect. Right. And I never see them create something to go after causes. Right. Put money in it. $3 million? Put that in neighborhoods. Pennsylvania Avenue has decayed over 20 years. But they got the new East Harbor. But that's a that's but, a, a policy issue there. But it's, that but, has but, nothing but, to do with It has us. something to do because, it, because yes, let me tell you why it does. Because the, in, 
the end is criminality. The no, beginning. No, the end is holding my, people accountable. Jason, Jason, wait a minute. Jason, wait a minute. The end is what we see. That's the effect. Criminality, up, people killing each other, uh, all of the things going on. But what we need is the micro level. Invest in neighborhoods. Invest in children. Have trade schools. Change neighborhoods. Right. Infrastructure. None of that. No, it's no iron sky for that. Correct. But as soon as it's time to lock people up and put them in jail, we can find the technology to make it happen. That to me is why we are. That's why we're afraid. I, I, I hear you. Don't get me wrong. Tom, Nobody, what you think? If you go look at my 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 social media feeds. If you go look at my live feeds, if you go look at my live feeds, I talk about everything from, I, I talk about everything from, you know, the, the, the lead, you know, affecting the prefrontal cortex, you know, how lead can be genetically passed on from parents, sure. you know, to uh, disinvestment of communities, disenfranchise of communities, you know what I mean? Um, you go to my social media uh, 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 feeds, you know, for 10 years, I've been talking about social economic injustices, the school to prison pipeline. We know all these things, but that stuff is ratified there. See, the failed policies of these administrations is why we see decades upon decades of blight, uh, uh, disenfranchisement, but all I'm of that clear comes from that. them. But I'm clear the that, day, but you can go after that. You can have decades of anything. We haven't gone after I, it I because think, the same policies are still there. I think, I think a big problem with what the people have with this whole concept is we're in the midst of reform. The spirit of reform after the federal government said that we've been mistreated and oppressed yes. for 50 years. Absolutely. So now that we enter this era of reform, why are we not investing in reform? Why does the new money go to Criminality. law enforcement. Absolutely. That, Absolutely. That's, that's what I'm at. But the new meal. money is not going there because, again, this doesn't cost the taxpayer it will. anything for two and a half so, years. It will. But so. at, Again, but that we haven't even crossed that road yeah, yet. Yeah, but we're going to cross it. We haven't but crossed that road yet. And again, right, I understand the reform. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Queen. I understand reform. Again, I Because we got to have reformative measures before we have reform. penals. I testified against multiple police commissioners coming into the city, including Dr. Batts, who was a domestic violence uh, uh, accuser. I mean, accused of domestic violence. So, you know, I, I, I remember the Gun Trace Task Force when, when they were out there in the streets. Even going back to the back even further, the Flex Squad, uh, officers like Spinato, um, Sergeant Gerzak. Uh, Officer Murphy, you know what I mean? Like, I watched these people and for years would file complaints and go to City Hall and speak. I remember when Brandon was an intern for Stephanie Rowland Blake and I was speaking to Brandon about bad police officers in Southern District. Mm -hmm. So nobody understands this reform thing. I'm telling you, I've lived in Brooklyn homes that have seen it being stopped coming out of my house. And when the officer, when I ask him, why am I being stopped? Oh, because you're in a high crime neighborhood. And I say, well, I don't have a problem with my neighborhood. You're labeling my neighborhood as a high crime. He says, well, why, well, maybe you should move out. And I tell him, I ain't moving nowhere. This is my neighborhood. This is my home. I don't have a problem with my neighborhood. So I've lived this and been there. I understand about reform. But at the end of the day, we got to have accountability. And not only just accountability. accountability. That's your word, bro. But listen, not, not only accountability, that word. but accountability in all levels. I'll give you a prime example. Wait, 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 w
they are just one charge. Because you get, if you get a shooting, if you carjack somebody with a handgun, you're going to get a robbery on. Correct. Oh, you're going to get a robbery. You know correct. what I mean? We're from the streets. We correct. know that. Correct, correct. If you, if you shoot somebody and potentially on critical or die or whatever, then you're going to have a homicide. Correct. Also correct. with the shooting. So my thing's like, how is they breaking down into four charges? So, so they're, they so they're, they're not four charges. They're four types of investigations. That's how they come in under CAD. So when it's reported, it's not reported, man with a gun. It's reported, I was in my car, and a man made me get out my car with a gun. That's a carjacking, okay, armed carjacking. Car we can't even look at carjackings if somebody just took your car and you left your keys in there. We can't even look at them. That's we can only carjack. look at certain cases. Um, same the thing cases, that's going to take you to jail. Right, right, right. When shooting. Yeah, carjackers, you snatch somebody. Right, you snatch somebody. Right, right, right. Armed, armed is when you brandish something, yeah. you know what I mean? That's yeah. different. But, so I, but these are cases that come in through CAD. So let's circle back to that accountability. Uh, let, let's circle back to accountability. Correct. That, yes. Because this whole consent decree is based on years of asking of for, for accountability. Yes. So we understand that you kill somebody, you should have to pay the penalty for committing a homicide. Correct. We get that. You know what I mean? That's all good. But then, who is being held accountable, once again, for the situation that put these people in these communities in that situation? So, once right. again, we're trying to backdoor rest our way out of it. Mm-hmm. And of, of course, that's, of that's course. not what the consent decree was all about. And we got to keep circling back to that, damn, this money got to be invested better. Yeah, and you create the environment, and then you say that the, the, the neighborhoods and the people should be accountable. But the creation of this environment comes from, like you said, City Hall, right. the police department. That is why we're in a consent decree, because of oppression. So you can't tell the people they have to be accountable when you guys aren't accountable and you keep exactly. creating these well, pilot we programs. Just, we don't just hold but wait a minute, Jason. Wait a minute, Jason. Right. You keep creating outside of the... You, you, you're so... You're so strategic where you create outside of the consent decree something else to, to watch criminality than to deal inside the consent decree and let's really document and do this together and reform Baltimore. No, we want to go with the billionaires and McNutt and Daddy Metal and say, let's start this something else and, and because it holds us accountable, which are the people. That's a, my problem. Well, is What about the accountable for the people who created the criminality. Right. Where's that accountability? Right. We never have an eye in the sky for City Hall, for um, Harrison and his boys. There's no eye in the sky do. for them. So that's a, that's, that's what, what is the eye in the sky for them? So we, we're not just accountable for murders and, and shootings, but we can hold, again, this is a, an unbiased information that's collected. Mm-hmm. This is not. But I'm you talking know, about what so, they are paying so you guys I, for. Right, I'm gonna give, no, not no, what you so can we, do. We have the ability to do either or. Well, okay, but we want to talk about you what you're here to do. So, so for instance, not we can or. hold the streets accountable as well as law enforcement accountable. Well, I'll give you a prime example. But That's it's not going to, to us. Let me give you an let me give you an example. There was a young man that was arrested. All right, the the probable cause was that he had drug activity out of his house. That there was high amount of traffic in the after Davis that served the warrant. The young man knew that nobody, he didn't have that kind of traffic at his house, what they were talking about. His defense attorney asked for the information from the program. He was vindicated. Why? Because it only showed two people all day came to his house. My understanding 
was there are four things that Correct. this thing is enforcing. Yeah, that's and enforcing. Now we're, now we're talking about a case where a young man had traffic in and out of his right. house. That had nothing to do with the four right. things. That had none that's, of those So that's under things. the MOU as far as four cases. But what our program has the potential to do is to vindicate the innocent. So let me just to ask hold you the system out. accountable. So let me ask you straight out. Are y'all doing also contract work while the pilot is happening? Are y'all contracted for certain things while the contract while the pilot is happening? Are y'all still you doing have to if that the no. side contract? Well, how did he get that no. information? No, no. So right. again, so how, how is that so, information? So because that available? information, because we briefed the public defender's office, we briefed the the Maryland Bar uh, uh, Monumental Bar Association, we briefed. Half the, the defense attorneys in Baltimore City, letting them know that this information is there for them. Also, this has the ability, as I said, to hold the system accountable. Because if we were flying, we'd have known exactly what happened to Detective Souter. That we he know what happened. Killed. They but, killed but again, him. But, but, but we would have been able to hold them red-handed right there with the aerial information. We that knew what was happening. Not only that, <laughs> that's something that I've always said. They picked a prominent place. Where they knew a black police yes. hat. Yes. Because before that area was houses, that was George Street. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's where police got yeah. killed in the 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the yeah. with the associated people who claimed in Black Panthers, Eddie Conway, and sure. you know right. what I'm saying? Right. People like that years ago. But the thing is, why did they pick that particular area you know to why. do the hit? You know why. And then made it like dudes in the street yeah. put a hit on. Right, yeah. right. Right. But we would that have been able a, to hold that accountable. We would have been able to. I don't know what did, If we were up and flying, you wouldn't have been able to escape that. It would have would never have gotten to, to the people. But oh, that would it, would, have, it would have, trust but, me. So, again, Jason. you got to understand that the information that we have, again, is not something that we're going to keep from someone. If there's something there that's going to corroborate someone's innocence, if there's, some, if there's information there that's going to hold law enforcement accountable for their actions, we have no other choice. And again, I just as cannot believe representatives in that program. You best to believe if I have even heard of a conversation, I'm in all the briefings and meetings. If I have even heard of something going down like that, you best to believe I'd be calling you and I, we'd meet right in front of that building and we'd be having black box radio right in front of that building. Jason, you're a staunch so, advocate. No, I just don't know. You're serious. I just don't believe it's not about an advocate. System. I believe in the technology. But I also believe in accountability of our own actions. And I also believe that us having. But you never said accountability inside. for the people who created our actions. But Where's I, their I accountability? I, 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 I go to City thing. Hall all the time. And that fight ain't for City that. Hall. I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about City Hall. I'm talking about the Manuts and the right. Bloombergs. I'm but talking we, about your we, boys. We got McNutt. We got him. No, we got him. We're talking you know about the metal boy. We're talking we're about all of them. Take him and do additional work. Like, for instance, have 35 analysts that had no computer skill sets at all get them certified and recognized by the state like as apprentices I like we're that. working on a pilots program to be able to bring black men and women and learn teach them how to fly planes because we represent three percent of the industry we're looking at doing additional 
work with like STEM programs and robotics and things like but, that. But These that are the hinges. buybacks that because we're involved. But can I in say it, something? We have the ability to. But that to hinges have on over. on the penal system, though. It still hinges on locking up our people. So yes, you're gonna you're gonna um, create this, but it still hinges on you c- still pushing people into a system that is right. ruining our families. But, but we can't. So that, we to can't me, that's a problem. We can't escape the bad choices that we make. In but we can't escape murders, the setup for the in, bad in choices. Reference to murders and shoot. But but again, that still doesn't justify the action. It does. We, we're, no. no, it doesn't because you have no other action. We have free will and we know better. We know better. Our community knows better. If you create a barrel and put a crab in it, you can't force him to come out of it. So we can't, so we can't, you're making it seem like we can't have accountability. We can't have accountability for homicides and shootings in our community. Right, but this is a perpetual. Let's think back. We know the problem. We only have to go back to 2014 to see 100 less murders. That's six years. So there was a mechanism in place that was working until the riots and the unrest. Now, because the oppressive treatment of our communities for decades is identified and mandated to reform, like she said, now there's a new mechanism to perpetuate that same type of engagement with that criminal justice system under the auspice of accountability when really nothing has been invested in undoing those root issues that cause the poverty that leads to criminal activity that is documented as well. White papers forever. And that's a real thing. in the lab so Jason alright so we ended over there we're talking about because you keep talking it's accountability 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 for the community but I, you know we got to talk about accountability for the folks who set the community up to this criminality people don't just become criminals this is a process so we want to kind of build out on that just a little because we keep talking about how accountable citizens should be but not accountable for the systems and the, all the things that make citizens um, result to criminality. So we're going to introduce this young man. Who are you, young man? My name is Cardi Cornish. Okay, Mr. Cornish. So what do you have to say about this subject um, since you're sitting here with us? Talk to us. I forgot where y'all left ah! off. Is over there. Uh, we're uh, talking about the eye in the sky and accountability for the citizens and how when they create new programs, they create it amongst around criminality and, and, and making people accountable and putting them in the penal system. When I think they should create programs to invest in the neighborhoods, invest in people, so they don't become criminals. So I never see that creation. So that's what we were kind of expounding on. What is accountability at this point? Is it just on citizens or is it on systems too? And, and city government and the police force and all of that. Got it. So... I got an idea for a program that I want to start, and it's how is that program going to be used to not just uh, hold people accountable, but assist people out of poverty, instead of creating systems that perpetuate poverty, Mm -hmm. or just monitor. Got it, got it. What's the name of your program? Fatherhood. What's the name of it? Fatherhood. (laughs) Fatherhood. Fatherhood is a beautiful thing, right? Yeah. Okay. 
I mentioned to a guy earlier, that's, that's kind of the only way you break, break the cycles. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of fatherless uh, uh, children who have grown up and now become fatherless adults who are parents of children. They haven't been guided on how to even be a father. Mm. From that angle, you got a, a system being perpetuated. Mm-hmm. There's a lack of oversight and accountability on that end. Um, there's a lot of things that can go out of that mistreatment of women. You don't teach a little boy how to respect a woman growing up when he doesn't see a man respecting a woman growing up. Needs uh, to come in now. Need them fighting Domestic on violence. his girlfriend. <laughs> Real right? talk. You don't even have to see that going on in the home. It can just be a lack of uh, education on relating to the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, for young men who grow up in households with only one parent. Uh, if there's only one parent, you're not seeing a healthy interaction between two individuals. You go out and invest yourself into a situation with another person who may not have had two individuals in their home, how do you coexist with that person? When you get frustrated... You know, you're you talking about the root issues that we said, that there there's micro-root issues that equals criminality. Right. That the, the onset starts in the micro or the root issue, and that's never addressed by the city or the state. It's always accountable for the citizens to go to jail or penal or, or some process in locking people up than to really deal with root issues. And I understand what Jason said. They could do so much more. But we don't need an eye in the sky for the problems in in Baltimore. We need reinvestment into the people and into neighborhoods and into schools, into programs. We need PAL centers. We need job programs. We need schools that teach trades. We need a lot of things that address root issues that make people better people so they don't become criminals. if, If you have a barrel and you create create a few ap- opportunities, people are going to fight to get to those opportunities. That's what becomes this crab in the parrot. Someone creates the barrel. If there's an opportunity for everyone, you never have a barrel. So in my neighborhood, I'm that's sure how that's I feel. probably about, I'm going to say at least 25 people around, around my age, between 25 and 35. And if you bring a program into the community for those 25 people, and only four of them show interest, how do you develop interest in them to even take advantage of certain programs. The four, four is better than zero. Four, so if those four yeah. show interest, they're going to show that other eight, 17 or 10, listen, right. these were the, they're in the same place as me and look at them ascending. Sometimes you have to see it before you become a part of it. So those I'm four 20, are important. I'm 29 now. Okay. And I think I was about 19 going on 20 when I started doing photography. Um, by way of me starting to do photography, I started bunch of wonderful people. Like Baltimore opened his, his, his arms to me mm-hmm. when I started doing photography. Uh, I ended up shooting for one of the city's councilmen. I ended up doing a couple of political campaigns just as a photographer. Um, and even at the time, I had friends who I would try and get interested in like what I was doing. Not necessarily because I wanted them doing like the same thing I was doing. Or I was trying to force them into it, but just like, look, bro, it's another way, like you could be helping me out. Now, today, I just do it with my son. Like I, I model it with him. Mm-hmm. A lot of these programs, even in their conception, they haven't been modeled yet. Mm-hmm. So I got, uh, I'm a part of a group of fathers called Dad United Organization, mm-hmm. where we model behaviors. Uh, we try and create an interest by being there, uh, visit 
using visibility to create change. I love you that. You can bring 10 programs into the community, but if nobody takes interest in it, and it's funded, mm -hmm. money will be mismanaged. Yep. That's all I have. Absolutely. You can give $100,000 for a program and say, we're going to make sure people get to and fro, they're going to eat, they're going to get a uniform, and the program is for 10 people. We have enough funding for the next 30 days, $100,000 is going to cover 10 people, $10,000 per participant. Yes. They can get paid, but if two people show up a week, or two people show up a day. What I can say is when people are broken, they have broken steps. So you cannot look at numbers. If you affect one person, you're changing a generation. You don't look because there's 10 and you only two show up. Right. You, you pour into that too, right. because that too is two generations that's going to change a whole lot of people. We got When people are broken, it's very hard sometimes for them to access things that make them greater. They have broken steps, right. so we can't look at the numbers of who shows up. We deal with who shows up. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? I think this whole thing that we're talking about is that type of strategic investment. So just like Cardi saying how they don't invest in those types of programs, but invest in law enforcement assistant diversion or something mm -hmm. like that. That's the same problem people have with the spy plane is the fact that we have 350 murders. In concept, the police department feels is so many murders, we have to invest in more advanced technology to get ahead of this. Instead of lowering crime and not but enforcing the law. I would say piggybacking off of what Brother Jason said, when I started doing photography, that's something, uh, before I started doing photography when I graduated high school in 2010, I took interest in the military. I didn't see anything else being modeled around me other than people selling drugs. I took interest in the military because I wanted to fly planes. All my life, up to the point when I was like 18, I had never seen anybody fly planes outside of like on TV. I had never been on a plane. I never met a pilot. Uh, so I thought that was the only way I could ever fly planes in life. Like my mind was just that limited because I hadn't seen it. Mm -hmm. um, when I picked up my camera, it was almost shunned like by my friends that I was doing something different. Like it was weird to them. But I seen, uh, I had gotten locked up uh, when I turned 18 said it was a covert operation. I didn't know what that meant then, but when I realized uh, uh, just the power of the camera that I had when I got into photography and how I could see a block away, I quickly understood what a covert operation could lead, how a covert operation could lead to an arrest. Uh, I see a lot of opportunities in the program, like community, uh, the CSP. Mm -hmm. I see it. I don't think many people will. Because of what we've been through, we're seasoned in trauma of our relationships with the police and our relationships with politics, politicians. I understand the trauma with that relationship, but I, I just think the start is always in in, in dealing with the effect. If, if I ever if I ever see the focus and the start on the cause, then I'm with that. And I don't see that those, with the eye and sky. I see on the, those two. Yeah, yeah, but the, what I'm saying is, what, what I'm yeah, saying is, I've heard they're dealing we, with the effect. We have to focus on who we can get. Absolutely, okay? but still. Now listen. You can't just, wait a minute, wait a minute, bro. We cannot lock our, lock, we can't arrest we ourselves cannot. out we can't. of we this. Can't. 
We but have to of, we have we, to build ourselves into it. We got to figure out how do we create a general interest amongst that population. No, I'm talking about and there's no, some not even, that, that not are not going to be reformed like that. I know some knuckleheads that I deal with engagement all the time. Mm-hmm. Just right in my my neighborhood in Irvington, you know, that are pilled up, messed up, and they ain't trying to hear no old heads, no young heads. They ain't trying to hear nobody. You know, and, and almost, these are these are killers. These are killers. I've got all potential killers. Not on camera. You know, we want to stay on. But I still go out there and I still try to outreach, you know, to them and still try to get them to get into some programs because I've been doing this easily, like I said, over a decade. Um, I was one of the first ones before all this defund the police thing. You go back and look at my videos. I was talking about taking five percent of the public safety uh, budget each year mm-hmm. and reinvest that back into the community. Each year, just five percent. Mm-hmm. We spend almost a, over a third. In some cases, cities thirty to forty percent of their general fund goes to public public safety. Yes. Um, I made a proposal to Stephanie Rollins Blake. Like I said, I've been doing this for multiple administrations. Um, I made a proposal to Stephanie Rollins Blake to put two social workers in each of the fourteen police districts. Why? Because most of the issues that police engage with every day are social-related issues, are social welfare issues, are issues that have mental health or mental behavioral issues, or there are issues with uh, substance abuse, alcoholism, things of that nature that eventually leads to domestic violence or beefs or squirmishes and things of that nature. So if a police comes out and sees something that may be out of line, that really and truly is not a policing issue, I shouldn't be involved in, that's when the social workers come in and do the outreach and try to provide the wraparound services to and try to strengthen that family and give the supportive needs to that family. Um, I've, I've been talking about this for years, about making sure that we have, in some cases, we don't have mentors for, for young black children that are growing up. So what is a happening a lot of times, these children do what they see in the household. So if they see chaos inside that house, and they don't see a strong figure inside that house. If we they have the ability, the well, they grow up right with a dysfunctional mentality. Well, I mean, no, like but if there's a way that we can put a mentor or a tutor or somebody in there to help strengthen that child as that child continues to go through school, he becomes successful and doesn't get involved in the, the school to prison pipeline. Like, that's like, they you know, well, the I just, go ahead, go ahead. Like, these are, these are frontline investments. You know, like, all that they talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I grew up one side. Streets became my mentor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Stayed in prison two decades. Used drugs since the age of 12, heroin, all that. But what I'm doing today, none of my homeboys seen it. Mm-hmm. And when I started, they was like, yo, you stupid. That shit ain't working. You dumb. But I focused. Like she said, I hand selected who... I wanted over the past three years, I helped over 150 guys. You know what I'm saying? Dudes got housing jobs, they good. Dudes in the hood now see, like, yo, would you, and then putting faces together. You know what I'm saying? Carl, you know, like when we over West, when dudes see, like, hey, I ain't gonna give you car. Yeah, shorty, good people. You know what I'm saying? When dudes see me, Ray Boom, and whatever, whatever. But like you say, that there's a lot of things. That infrastructure, that money could be invested into, and it's dudes in the hood that were the best basketball coaches, that were the best football coaches, mm-hmm. they were the best that solved beefs on instruments. Like I always say, like when we was dealing with um, 
ceasefire with the gun violence. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, it ain't the police that can stop dudes from putting, I can get more guns from a dude on the street than y'all can. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the trustworthy of who I am. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Some give me the strap. To go the you get a job, yes. and I, you ain't got to worry about the strap no more. You ain't, ain't got to know it came from you or none of that. Yeah. But a lot of times the credibility, they want the position where, oh, we did it. Yes. We did that. Yes. But every day, how many of us saw so many beats like you said? You know what I'm saying? How many saw so many beats long before the I spy or all, all that, that shit? That won't even get counted Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The micro level to me is more important than this macro level that we say. I, I'm not saying the Iron Sky is a bad thing. We're talking about the, the good and the bad of it. But what I'm saying is I don't understand why there's never the investment first into the community, into community folks like Antoine and you, Jason, who have people's ears, who can talk to young men. The investment is always on this level, whereas... Okay, we can lock them up. We can watch them. We can help police. The same process is, and, 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 and it comes from slave patrols. Right. It's finding people, the bringing them out, and putting right. them in jail. But but the, the the problem again, I have to put it back accountability. on. Well, no, 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 no. The <laughs> accountability of these folks and the constituency that represents these folks. You got to remember, and I preach this all the time. Those that have issues with the schools are not the voter base. The ones that are the voter base, their children don't go to public school. They go to private school. So they care less about little Pookie, little Peanut, little Ray Ray. They, don't, they care less about them failing or succeeding in the school system. The ones that are perpetuating the industrial prison complex, those voters are saying, lock them up. Yes. And I'm willing to spend mm -hmm. a third of the budget or more to, to do up. so. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So the problem is... And, and, and this is something that I talked to Yolanda about. Technically, there are more of us, brothers like myself, like him, you know, like right. there's more of us, mm -hmm. Queen. Mm -hmm. And if we would stand up and do the right thing as far as moving these people out of place that don't represent the disenfranchised, that don't represent our neighborhoods, that don't represent our cause and issues, we can get those frontline issues resolved. Because at the end of the day, that money that goes into general funds is out of your pocket, your pocket, our pocket. Reason why is because that money comes out of property taxes. Yeah. That landlord is not taking that money out of his pocket and paying property taxes. He's paying property taxes out of your rent, out of your rent, out of my rent. So yeah. that money is going into the general fund. That's our money. Mm -hmm. So are we would assume our power and our power is to take over there's more of us than there are them mm -hmm. if we stood up there's easily 200,000 disenfranchised black men and women right here in Baltimore City that if we exercised our right to vote we push everybody out in every city council district take control of the, 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 the board of estimates as well as what's going on in city hall and the mayoral's office and this city would be cleaned up in four years four years and if that person doesn't do right by us, that we appoint it, the next four years you go, and we put another person in there. But we're we not assuming... That was the blueprint right there. But we're not assuming our power. We're not assuming... We're not, we're not assuming our power, you know what I mean? We got to step up. And again, the ones that are controlling what you see, the dynamics, I say the dynamics goes back hundreds of years. Because I'm saying that ever since Lord Baltimore came into Baltimore City, 
folks of color have never been given an opportunity to succeed in this city. And only a few of those, the boules, and we know who the boules are. We know who those, those certain affluent groups, many of them live in places like Ashburton and some of the more affluent black communities. They've been given opportunities, but only to a certain extent, while everybody else suffers in the process. Okay. We have to understand that our power lies by taking over the governance and the control of our city. Again, there's more of us than there are them. Got you, Jason. So we heard about police and we talked about Honest Guy and we got a blueprint tonight. I think this has been a very, this is a great conversation. We must continue. We must continue. I want to, I want us all to, to give like a solution and we get ready to get out here. I want everybody to say, okay, listen, this is what I think for this process. And then we're going to come and do this. We're going to come together again and, and see how that, that works out. Ray, you want to be first? Well, I think the bottom line is Baltimore City is in the position that it's in because of oppressive, racist, criminal justice system that's been created to kind of hold black people back for a lot of years. The consent decree clearly outlined what happened and what needs to happen. I don't think the first and potential solution should be more enforcement, more incarceration when it's clearly identified that the impacted population didn't create the environment that they live in. It was imposed upon them and we're spending millions of dollars enforcing laws caused by crimes of poverty on people that have been forced into poverty. So invest more in undoing the systemic oppression that created this situation so in turn there will be less people being arrested less people turning to the streets and less people getting killed instead of finding more techno technically advanced methods of arresting black folk love it Tom? <laughs> um, yeah like Ray said like uh it has to be hope, yeah. you know, and it has to be opportunities that present hope to people so they can know strategically that they can make it. You know, uh, part of, like, certain budget pieces of costing for people that's in prison for years and life sentences, they may not never get out. Pieces, thirds of that money could be used and invested in communities for those kids that's in the house there's six, five or six now that's going to be out here in 10 years, you know, and this process can change if that start now. For those coming out, those things to be there and we can have a better, greater city and we definitely got to vote. We got to understand, educate, liberate, you know what I'm saying, and change the community and basically have investor leaders in the community from out of here and policy that plays a direct part in those communities, pops, to say that I'm gonna make it upscale so it can be on a new level. Love it. So I'm gonna end up on this same thing that you know you keep criticizing me about is is accountability. <laughs> you know we have to have accountability for our own actions. Mm -hmm. You know a, a man can't go up in you if you ain't bent over and spread out and 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 standing there waiting to receive him. That's real so talk. you sit there, you talk about racism. You sit there, you talk about the the, the economics talk about the environment 
But when do we take control where we have power at to change those conditions? We have the power. What we need to do is, is make sure that we're supporting people like, for instance, Yolanda Pulley for the mayor's office. Because this is a people petition. This is somebody that we know that will go in there, hold the system accountable, she's on and make sure because she's not here today. Well, well, but but <laughs> but but we represent her in spirit all day, you know? all day. That's my so, girl. but 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 again, we have to rep- we have to put real people that represent our interests. True. You know what I mean? You know the, the same old guard, that nepotism. You know that 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 that. Uh, rule that has taken place for many decades, like I said, going back hundreds of years to me when you really look at it we need to understand that power and take control of that power there's more of us than there are of them, I mean, many of us have fought, for instance, for just simple things like being able to give him the right to vote, so he has a he has a say now, mm-hmm. whereas before he was disenfranchised and the system looked for every way to disenfranchise him, but now he's empowered Yes. And so we need to understand that power, get everybody together and say, okay, enough is enough. It's a new day dawning. These two, you know, Brandon won the primary by 29%, 43,000 votes. There's more of us than that. Yeah. There was 100,000 black men and women that were arrested right here in Baltimore City. Yeah. They had to go through the system. Many of them had to deal with reentry issues coming home. Many of them lost their lives in the process through mass incarceration. So we have to understand, if there's 100,000 of them, imagine if we came 100,000 to them polls and said enough is enough. The next politician that we put in is going to represent our issues, and we're going to work on the front end of things and not on the residual effect of things. So that's, that's my thing. Again, accountability for us. I'm accountable for my own actions, and that's how I stand. And I love you, Queen, for the opportunity. All right, all right. Oh, baby! <laughs> all right, so we had... Love it. What's the day, guys? It's 10 what? 20? 10-28. So it's 10-28-30. We're in front of City Hall. Black Box Radio. We had an excellent discussion tonight. We're going to come together. We're going to discuss this again. You got 10 more days with Design the Sky, right? No. No. Four more days. Four more days. The 31st. 31st. So we're going to talk about this 31st. again. So, um, listen, thank you, guys. I really appreciate y'all. Well, thanks a lot. All right, Black Box Ray, we boxed up. Can I get them deuces, bro? Box, box, box. Box, box, box. We out. Peace out.